Hello, welcome to the Let's Get Loud podcast. This is a solo podcast episode with A. You know how we're going to know when we get real fancy is if we actually have an intro. Okay, I'm just looking through my papers here, guys, because I have some notes. I, first of all, want to say I'm so sorry that I I don't want to say I forgot about you last Friday, but it was Galentine's and we had a full Friday full of all of the fun. And I was like, shit, I didn't do that podcast. So I don't know if you guys missed me or even noticed I was gone, but I owe you an extra juicy, extra good solo podcast episode. So I just um, listened, well, just really quickly checked in with where we were at last week and I need to update you guys. I owe you an update. Also, hello, happy Friday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for being here. I appreciate this so much. Um... I am looking forward to kind of a quiet weekend just with the kids. I really need to organize my basement. Oh my gosh, you guys. You know, when you move into a bigger house, and I I remember saying this, I said to Neil, if we ever grow out of this house, or if we ever have too much stuff for this house, we have a problem. Because like when I first moved in, I had like empty drawers everywhere. Well, fast forward five years and we're filling her up. And the girls have said, although I don't think that they're going to actually, I don't know. They've said they want separate rooms, but they have been together since literally conception. (laughs) And they talk every single night before bed. I hear them kind of like debriefing their day together and chatting. I think they'll feel really lonely without each other. But anyways, long story short to say that they want separate rooms. So we do have, um, we have three bedrooms upstairs and then we have a bonus room like above the garage. So it's not technically a bedroom because it doesn't have a closet, but that's easy. I think we'll make that one Alfie's room because we can just get him like a Ikea, like closety thing and, and a set of chest of drawers. Whereas the girls being the girly girls that they are, they're probably going to want the like bigger closet that actually we have like little closet systems in our closets. Wow. Are you guys like Alicia? Holy moly. Listen. This is my moment that I get to just talk to you guys and I love it so much. And I love when I get a DM and you're like, oh, um, we, we use this closet system. I love that so much. So as you guys are listening, if you're like, oh, I need to tell her something, please tell me, please send me a DM. So I think we'll make the bonus room Alfie's room. I, it, definitely the kids' rooms need repainting. I don't think we've repainted the kids' rooms even since we moved in. We have repainted the, the bonus room though. But anyways, it's time. And we're transitioning the kids out of like, they don't really play with toys anymore. So that room is really not being used. It's the toy room right now. But what's happening is the overflow of everything is going through the basement. And my basement is not finished. And so the playroom used to be the spare room. So now there's like just a bed set up there. When my parents come stay, they do sleep there, which is fine, but it's not ideal. So long, long story to tell you guys that the, the basement is a disaster and we've just been kind of like dumping stuff down there and it's not organized. And we have a massive painting space for Neil, but he doesn't really paint that often down there. So it doesn't really make sense to be allocating our space that way. So this weekend I've said it on the podcast. So now I need to do it. Neil and I've been saying it for many a weekends. This is a long weekend though. And we have nothing. I don't have Galentine's. So this weekend we are going to deal with the trauma that is the basement. Da, da, da. 
I also should try and like sell some of the kids toys. I don't know. There's just so many. So that's the goal for the weekend. I felt like I just needed to share that with you guys, but I'm looking forward to, we've had pretty, a pretty quiet winter. Uh, having said that the kids are in a million activities, so that's not quiet. Like um, we have tutoring three times a week. We have basketball two times a week. We have football two times a week and we have skating two times a week. So that keeps us really busy during the week, but we just haven't had any like massive like events, which has been really nice. Listen, I love events. I love going away. I love traveling. Um, I'm like that little girl in the mirror in that YouTube channel. I love my life. I love my mom. I love my dad. Uh, but I do love some home time. We're actually going to Mexico in two weeks two weeks from tomorrow. Wow. Two weeks from tomorrow, we will be on an airplane on our way to Mexico. That is super, super, super exciting. So yeah, I want to get this basement tidied. ASAP. Okay. Back to, that's what I'm doing this weekend. I'd love to hear what you guys are doing this weekend. I would love to hear. So now let's talk about my fat loss journey. Now, listen, I actually have so much to say, and I really should wait until next week to give you my full um, I will next week will be my full grand sweeping statements, but I have a lot of things to say. So first of all, if you guys didn't listen to last week's podcast, you might want to go back and listen long story short, not feeling comfortable in my skin. Um, you know, past my, where I feel comfortable maintaining. And it's not even what I realized is what's worrying me. Isn't even necessarily though the number it's like that the number is slowly creeping and I just don't want to turn around and in five years be 20 pounds heavier. Like I just, I don't want that to be my reality. And so I need to make a change if I don't want that to be my reality. And so I committed to a mindful fat loss journey. So all that was, was, you know, losing weight without calorie counting, without, um, without, mostly without exercising. Cause when I started my, I had a serious foot injury, um, but that's since kind of gotten a little bit better. I basically, what I've realized is I have, or I think I have arthritis and in one foot, there's one joint and I had a flare up and now it's not as bad. So although last night it was bugging me anyways. Uh, so I'm, I'm moving a little bit again. So let's say exercise without counting calories, exercise without following a meal plan, exercise, or sorry, my gosh, weight loss. I did this podcast without a coffee. That maybe was a bad idea. Uh, weight loss without counting calories, weight loss without uh, eliminating specific foods, weight loss without a meal plan, weight loss with using mindfulness as my main tool. Okay. So I set off on this journey. Week one, I lost 0.6. Week two, I lost 0.8. Week three, I lost 0.4. What is happening now? You guys, maybe are saying, Alicia, that's what you told us was reasonable for weight loss. And I did say that I did half a pound to a pound a week on average art is an incredible rate of weight loss. But here's the thing I think that I'm, it's really, and you know what, maybe you guys all feel the same way as well. When you get upset with your weight, I don't feel like my efforts are matching the results on the scale. And I'm really just navigating through this very publicly, which I'm like, Oh, why did I say out loud? I was going to lose weight. Uh, because, but I really then think that I'm here for a purpose. I'm here to show women that are 40 and above what sustainable weight loss looks like. And so I'm really trying to look at this experience from a positive lens of like, all right, 
let's do this. Let's figure this out. Let's show other women who it might not feel, I'd be really careful with my words, what it might look like. Because everyone's so different. Like my journey is not going to be the same as yours because you're 40. Like it's just not. But what I can tell you for certainty is that my, this weight loss journey is very different than the ones I've done in my twenties and my thirties. Notice I use the word different. I hear many women discussing their own personal weight loss journey, and they are saying that, um, it's hard. It's harder. I'm not, that's negative. And I refuse to live in that way. That's also lending itself to victim mentality. And I'm not, it's not harder. It's different. So I will tell you for 100% certainty that losing my weight, losing weight in my forties is different. And it's up to me to look at that from a perspective of positive or negative. So your reality is your perspective and perspective is different for everyone. So I'm refusing to look at this as a negative thing. And I'm just looking at this as this is different. This is an opportunity for me to grow. This is an opportunity for me to gain resilience. This is an opportunity for me to learn. This is an opportunity for me to share with others. Okay. So how we frame this is so important. So, I mean, it just, the rate in which I'm losing weight is so painfully slow. I also didn't expect this because I literally started this weight loss journey right after getting off of an airplane um, from Hawaii, like literally the next day of a week vacation. So normally when you like, you know, go back to more of your regular routine right after a vacation, you lose weight quite quickly. Not me, not me over here. Okay. So I have learned some things. All right. So I want to get into what I, I wrote down some stuff. Sorry, everyone. Um, other language that's really important to me is sometimes we get quite emotional. So basically my sheet, my, my page in front of me is how I'm reframing my language. So I'm not saying it's bad I'm say, or hard. I'm saying it's different. Okay. Other times they would have said, I'm doing everything right. That again is not productive language. I'm not. First of all, there's no right or wrong. Second of all, no one is doing everything. If I was doing everything to be losing weight as quick as possible, if I was doing everything. I'd be running 10 kilometers a day and eating 800 calories. But I'm not because that's ridiculous. Now that's ridiculous because that's so extreme to us. So if I said I'm doing this, this, and this, that's just some, that's my perspective of what me doing everything right. So I'm reframing. I'm not doing everything right. I'm doing what I think is required to create weight loss. And my only job, once I've decided what I think is necessary and I'm willing to work on to create weight loss, my only job after that is to focus on consistency. So I've actually started doing something where I am, um, I pick 10 things to focus on and I'm writing down and I'm giving myself a score because this is, it's hard to kind of look at your notes. You're like, oh yeah, that day I did this, that day I did this, that day I did this. So at the end, if I have a score of like seven on 10, six on 10, eight on 10, nine on 10, 
if I have a score of six out of 10 and I'm not losing weight in a rate that makes me feel happy, what I'm doing is not the problem. My consistency is the problem. You see, oh my gosh, did you guys just hear my stomach? Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Wow. So I am refusing to say I'm doing everything right. I deserve that. This is ridiculous. I am doing what I feel is required and I am willing to do this week for weight loss. And then I, my only job is to focus on consistency. Okay. A big piece of what I'm doing every single day, I'm sitting down and I'm writing down some affirmations and I am reminding myself of why I want this and who I am. Are you ready? This is quite vulnerable for me to share, but I'm just going to share it. Okay. So the title that I write down every day is becoming who I am. And I stole this from my dear friend, Jose. And we'd always been using the language at your weight, weight loss that I always say, like, act in a way that's who you want to be. And Jose always didn't like that. And I couldn't really figure out why. And it's because we are who we are already, but it's just not all of our actions on a day-to-day -day basis align with who we are deep down. And becoming who you are is aligning those actions on a regular basis. So I want to become who I am. It's my goal right now. I am strong. I am capable. I can do this. Those are my affirmations to myself every morning. I am strong. I am capable. I can do this. And then I felt like I needed to define why I wanted this other than weight loss, because that's not enough. That's never enough. Taking 5, 10, 15 pounds off my body um, is not enough to for me to desire change, okay? So I want to feel more comfortable in my skin. That's a big one for me. I want less weights on my joints. I mean, this diagnosis of arthritis, I know I'm not, you know, extremely overweight, but I have excess fat on my body. It's just, that makes sense. Like that's just science, less weight on my joints, especially my feet will positively impact my arthritis. I want to age independently. This is very important to me. I hate needing other people. I'm not good at asking for help. I want to be able to clean my home, mow my lawn, shovel my driveway for as long as possible. And so me being fit and healthy and taking care of myself will do that. I want to be strong. I want my weight to not be on my thoughts often. I mean, again, this is a really vulnerable moment that I'm sharing with you guys, but I've been at this weight loss game for a long time. And right now being at the weight that I am and not feeling comfortable in my skin, um, I don't like how much it's taking on my thoughts right now. I don't like that. And so a big piece of me getting back to a weight I feel more comfortable in and feeling comfortable in my skin is because I don't want to think about it all the time. And I know that you guys can relate to that. So that's where we, that's where we're at. That's what we've got. A few things I've realized but that I'm going to share with you guys. Timelines are not helpful. So I almost put a timeline on this because I just wanted this Sadie to share with you guys what I was doing. And it was like, I'm going to do this for 30 days. Okay. And then I decided that I was going to share within the community group once a week, 
um, my weight. So that almost like gave me a weigh-in day. It's been a long time since I've had a weigh-in day. And even though I didn't say, oh, I'm going to lose five pounds in 30 days, I didn't say that. I still had a timeline. And that has not been helpful to me. That has not been productive to me. That has been very detrimental um, to my mindset when it comes to this journey. Because there was feelings of failure, uh, feelings of disappointment, and I didn't ever set out on this journey to lose X amount of weight in X amount of time, but just because I said I would report, it created that kind of experience. So going forward, no timelines, no weigh-in day. I will be tracking my weight to see if the trend of the scale is going down. That's all I'll be doing with my weight and no timeline. I'll know when I'll, I'll know when it's time for me to be like, I'm done. And here's the thing, guys, when you get to maintenance, what happens is you just keep doing what you're doing. If it's authentic to you, you just keep doing what you're doing. And then you stop losing weight. And you're like, I guess I'm at maintenance. So I'm not putting a timeline. I'm not putting a goal weight and I will not have a goal, goal weigh in day going forward. Okay. One other thing that I've realized, um, weight loss in my forties is going to look like me slow. We were all slow. And that if I have a really high calorie surplus day or not even really high, but a high surplus day, it's going to take longer for me to recover from that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just telling me that I'm burning less energy than I was in my thirties. That's, that's all those things. The fact that it's slow, the fact that it takes a long time to, for me to recover from a, um, a calorie surplus day is just telling me that the rate in which I'm losing weight, the rate in which my body, my body needs less energy. That's all it's telling me. That's fact. I've lost muscle tone hundred percent. I've lost muscle tone, um, which reduces the amount of energy out and I'm less active. I have a desk job. I sit at my desk all day. And I wasn't going for walks at the beginning of my journey either. So I'm working at changing this. So I am walking again. I've started strength training again. I am flirting with the idea of like a walking desk or a biking desk, just so I can move a little bit while I'm working. Okay. So these are all things that I've learned and, um, I can't wait to share with you guys at the end what I've learned in this 30 days. And then what now going forward, what's my plan? What's this going to look like for me? How am I going to navigate this? How am I going to accomplish this? I'll share with you guys on the next podcast. I do want to finish with this. So I did write on my page, things that will not yield results, complaining or giving up. How many times have you guys started a weight loss journey and it didn't go the way you wanted it? The rate was slower. You felt discouraged. You felt almost a little broken. How many of you have had that experience? Me right now, publicly, I could complain. I could give up. That will not get me the results I'm looking for. Or I could focus on consistency and I could can be persistent. So things that will get me the results, consistency and not giving up. So that's where we're at. Head down, consistency, not giving up, refusing to do things for weight loss alone, staying authentic to myself, can stay connected with this goal. That's where I'm at. Thank you for letting me be vulnerable with you guys. Thank you for letting me share this journey with you guys. I hope you enjoyed that solo podcast episode. I want all of your DMs. I want all your emotions, all your feelings, all your 
Um, I just want to hear it all. Okay. All right, everyone have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. Goodbye.